The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the eighth chapter. The Jews answered Jesus, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my Father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died? And the prophets died. Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say, He is our God. But you have not known Him. I know Him. If I were to say that I do not know Him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know Him and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. So this is a rookie mistake. If you think a man has a demon, then you do not start by throwing stones. Instead, you stop and give him a checkup. You go to the doctor and get him a full blast physical. You go to the psychiatrist and get him a complete mental examination. You try to rule out every organic and psychological disorder. And then you do it again. Because when it comes to demons, Nothing is done off the cuff. Big questions demand big care. Which brings us to Trinity Sunday. There are no bigger questions than the ones we face this evening. Good and evil, angels and demons, truth and lies, Glory and shame, love and hate, honor and dishonor, pride and humility, obedience and disobedience, knowing and not knowing, believing and not believing. And at the end of it all, eternal life and eternal death. All of that is in the gospel appointed for this evening. 
So this is a text about choosing sides. And at the end of this story, once we choose, somebody's God must die. It's no wonder that emotions are running hot. Of course, Jesus brought it on himself. He'd said and done a range of things that had annoyed the Jewish leaders. And all of that irritation was bundled up this evening in just two words. I am. Sometimes we hear today that Jesus never really claimed to be God. Instead, we hear that Jesus was just such a good guy and such a good teacher that his disciples eventually made him into a god. But anyone who says that does not know the history of these two little words, I am. Those were the two words that our Lord used to reveal himself to Moses at the burning bush. When Moses said, So, when I go to Egypt and get the Israelites and ask them to come out, and they say to me, Why should we follow you? Who sent you? Then what shall I say? And our Lord replied, I am. You tell them that I am sent you. Tell them that the Lord, who is what he is and does what he does, has come to rescue you. And Moses did. And our Lord prevailed. And eventually the Israelites came to the promised land, that land once promised to Abraham, and always protected by the prophets. The Lord, I am. He did it, and he did it all himself, and he did it very, very well. There are only two sides to this story, the human side and the divine side, our side and God's side. So when Jesus says, listen, this is the truest thing that you will ever hear. Before Abraham was, I am. Jesus is putting himself on the divine side of this story. Jesus is claiming to be God. And these Jewish leaders, they certainly get the point. That's the reason they pick up stones. And our world gets the point too. That's the reason our world picks up stones. If Jesus is the great I am, if Jesus is actually divine, then all the other gods must die. So what do we do since this really is a story about choosing sides? You all should take the no stone side. 
because Jesus always gets the best of the stones, not just tonight, but especially on Easter, when the stone rolls back to let us see what our Lord has done to rescue us. If we just pause for a moment and give Jesus that checkup, it all makes sense. On the cross, Jesus was thoroughly examined. In his body, he was poked and probed and bled, but he did not give up. In his mind, he was scorned and tortured and even offered an evil way out. If you are the Son of God, come down. You saved others. Now save yourself. But in his mind, he did not break. And in his soul, Jesus stayed and died on his heavenly Father's terms. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. So the cross was a test that ruled out every organic and psychological and spiritual disorder. And more, Jesus had no demon. Instead, it is just as Peter says in our epistle for tonight. In body and mind and soul, Jesus was a mighty work. A wonder and a sign of what God is doing in our midst right now. Though Jesus was not stoned today, eventually he was delivered up and killed by lawless men, and then, as the Holy One, as the Christ, as the Son of God, death could not hold him, and, filled with the Holy Spirit, he returns to you this evening as living Lord, and living Christ, this Jesus who was crucified but now lives. He returns to you all this evening in these words of grace and favor from Scripture, in that baptism, that bath of life and illumination, and in this Holy Supper, a meal of forgiveness and hospitality, and communion. In these tonight, Jesus gives himself to you as good and truth and glory and love, as honor and humility and obedience and believing and knowing, as the good side, as the right choice, and finally, as life eternal, as divine life. The famous English preacher Colin Morris once said that any preacher with a lick of sense would call in sick on Trinity Sunday. If we pastors try to explain the Holy Trinity, something that is a mystery, that is true. But if we are content to embrace the gifts our Heavenly Father is giving us and his divine Son, Jesus Christ, whose touch 
on you in word and sacrament forgives and saves. And his Holy Spirit, whose breath resurrects and encourages us to live the life to which we have been called, life as siblings to the angels, in mercy and witness now, awaiting our eternal glory then. Then, though we die, Jesus says we will never taste it. We will not taste its bitterness. Instead, in Jesus, even our death becomes a gift and a blessing. As our Lord, the great I Am who made us and saved us, stands by us and rescues us too and chooses us to live on the divine side of things forever. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.